0: Most people think that they are choosing between the good and the bad. In reality, they are choosing between being mediocre and becoming truly great. Welcome to the Next Action Podcast with your host, Brian Wallace. In 15 minutes, we'll help our guests catapult from their current situation to a path of greatness. Welcome back to the show, everybody, to the Next Action Podcast with your host, Brian Wallace. I know you've got a lot of choices out there in the podcasting world, but let's face it, you want to listen to all of it in 15 minutes or less and not some rambling on hour-long thing. So that being said, let's get to it. Today, we've got my good buddy, Shmuel Septimus. Shmuel has emerged from a career in healthcare management. He recently created SNF Marketing, a marketing company maximizing today's tech to facilitate tomorrow's success. Additionally, Shmuel passionately believes that everyone should love their profession or pivot into one that they do. To that end, he created the Love Your 9 to 5 podcast, and he also runs the Nursing Home podcast. Schmoll, welcome to the show today. How are you, buddy?
1: I am doing really well. Thank you, Brian, for having me on today.
0: You bet, man. Long time no speak. At <laughs> the time of this recording, we actually just saw each other in real life, and that was a good old time. So I'm grateful to the time that we had to spend together And um, I think that we can have a lot of fun and really make an impact to you, your business, and really everybody that listens to this. I think we can really uh, make a transformative difference. So I know that uh, you and I were talking about all sorts of different things and angles to talk about here. Um, I just mentioned, let's start with kind of what we just did together. So Shmuel and I know each other. Back when Schmoll, who lives in the Boston area, if you don't mind me saying, but I just (laughs) actually went all the way from Boston to the New York metro area to come see myself and other people speak at a LinkedIn local um, where it was actually my first LinkedIn live. It was a really good time. And he came all the way out for there. We kept in touch ever since. And then when I was going the return trip to Boston, Massachusetts for the inbound marketing conference, which is HubSpot's uh, user conference, which is now at 26,000 people strong, he and I had a good old time. And I said, hey, you got to come to this show. Uh, he didn't, I think the day that I was there, he didn't know that he too was going. And um, <laughs> that is correct. He, I was there under press credentials and he actually was the cameraman. And I'm, he's like, how am I going to get it? And I'm like, here, you're the cameraman now. <laughs> and there we were. So uh Shmuel's kind of seen uh, Crazy Brian, the Cult of Brian in action, not just on the web, but in person a couple times. And I'm sure you've been having fun uh, with m- all my misadventures, which let's face it, aren't really misadventures. I'm here on the side of good.
1: No, you definitely so, are.
0: Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. So I know that you've been kind of talking with me about a couple different ways to just improve your business and catapult into greatness. So Let's dive through on a couple of these. One of the things that you had mentioned was merging the podcasts, plural, and focusing only on what you care about, marketing, networking, content creation, authentic and effective communication. So something that I think about a lot, uh, just like you, right? Like very much with what you talk about, about passionately believing in what you do or not. And that's kind of the genesis of Love Your 9 to 5 I think the second that something that we do in business becomes a chore, we really have to take a hard look in the mirror and say, why are we doing this? Now, if it's our only way of making money, we are going to fall off the cliff and be a little careful about that. But honestly, I mean, I feel like I keep this podcast nice and short in 15 minutes. I tell everybody we only spend end-to-end time per week is one hour to do soup to nuts. How in the heck are you doing two podcasts, man?
1: So that is an excellent question. It's definitely taking a very long time, a lot of the audio editing and finding the guests and you know, keeping both of them going consistently. Um, I actually have outsourced um, a lot of the technical stuff to the Philippines. I don't know if I shared that with you. Um, and that definitely has helped tremendously. But the bigger thing was that because I'm somewhat um, diversified and spread out between the two podcasts plus the other business activities that I'm involved with, um, there's some of the passion and the excitement is missing because it's kind of going two completely different directions and I don't feel like it's the authentic I don't think I feel like either one is getting the real authentic me so which is why I'm you know working right now to try to see how I can kind of merge both worlds you know I'm not a nursing home person right now I don't manage nursing homes right now I do marketing for them but that's not my identity and that that's probably not the the only place that I can provide the value that I provide I still believe in loving your nine to five, but I'm no longer a nine to five employee hating his job. So that's why I'm trying to figure out how to mix the two together, to merge them in a way that they actually fit together and take on a new identity. Maybe for some guidance here.
0: Yeah. So I am not a big believer in outsourcing. I think that our true authentic selves are one thing. Delegation and a team is one thing. But I think if you're saying there's no passion in it, so I'm just dialing it in, that sucks. You should close that up. I think that one podcast has to subsume the other or crazy idea. Why even do any of them? I mean, my company just turned 13 a couple weeks ago, like three weeks ago. Do you know when I started my podcast? in year 12 and three quarters? <laughs> My podcast isn't even a year old. Why do you even need a podcast? I mean, it's not like a top 100 podcast or whatever. And I'm not trying to kill your baby here, but do you have to do any of them? What if you just took a break from both? Would you lose business?
1: I would not lose business. I do find, however, that it does open doors for me. And again, I'm not a celebrity chaser. And as I think I've shared with you is that the celebrities don't usually deliver the podcasting goodies
0: they dial it in and they're just selling their book or whatever exactly Mm -hmm.
1: um but i have developed you know a lot my network has grown exponentially because of the wonderful people i've been able to meet on the podcast and have high level focused conversations like we're having right now and um i genuinely enjoy it i really do for me the actual recording of the podcasts for me is you know from one of the most exciting, alive times, you know, as a part of my business. The only thing that's outsourced is the actual audio editing, which I used to go through Ah, everything. And that takes, and that takes uh, time. And now, now I know I could just record, create, 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 and I don't have to worry about the nitty gritty side of it. So I think there's definitely a brand identity involved here.
0: I guess, but you could go down rabbit trails of everything, right? So when people are saying, how should I get my business out there? If just in case, you know, the TLDR version that I could say like eight minutes straight, I could just say LinkedIn, 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 LinkedIn. So you could spend all day and night on LinkedIn and it would still be better for your business and you could still develop better relationships. So again, I don't see how spending more time on LinkedIn is worse than let's say one podcast or the other, but let's let's say taking both of them away is off the table. I would. Probably, and I don't know which one's bigger and all that kind of stuff. I have an inkling, though, that nursing home podcasts might be a little too narrow, because especially since you're not just doing nursing homes anymore, and since Love 9 to 5 is a popular thing, even though you aren't doing it anymore, you could say that at the show. It's like, hey, I'm not a 9 to 5 anymore, but I love, passionate about whatever. Maybe later on you could rename it. I don't think it's great to rename podcasts, but I think it's close enough that you could still have nursing home stuff on your nine to five and you could have whatever you want on there. That might be a path.
1: Got it. No, that, that, that does make sense. I am weary. I just came up in the past, you know, rename the show and re, you know, recreate what it's all about. And I am weary of, you know, besides for, you know, it appears to be somewhat of an unstable podcast. Um, yeah. I don't know. Just restarting again is not something that I, that's why it hasn't no, happened. No, yet.
0: no, no. I'm not advocating for that just to be clear. I wouldn't rename and I wouldn't restart. I would either stop doing both or pick the biggest one that would allow you to parlay what you're going to do today and tomorrow into it. Let's keep going though, because I think we could spend the entire day on that. Yeah, that is true. (laughs) So So next up, let's identify your superpowers. So you've seen some of my cool things behind the scenes, but this show is about you, not about me. So what are your superpowers and what would you like to overdevelop that you aren't right now?
1: Okay. So... What I do know is, and this is maybe where the podcast comes in, is that when I do go to events or when I see people, even if it's, you know, in a gas station or a supermarket or any social setting, one-to-one, I quickly develop deep, lasting relationships, maybe not one-to-many. At the same time, I do communicate myself in a very authentic way, which maybe is why that does happen. Um, And I do have a way of and my, my, this is what has been shared back to me is, you know, of seeing through the fluff of complex issues. so And without getting, t- you know, too nitty gritty in the details, um, unless I have to, but seeing the bigger picture, seeing what the underlying cause is, identifying it, beginning, creating the process to fix it. And then once it gets, again, back to the nitty gritty, hand it over to the people who do that. I think, and I don't know if that, is that being too general?
0: No, I have a piece of advice though. So one-to-one by nature of (laughs) one-and-one is a very slow way to scale. You'll notice that when you see me in person, I do one-to-one, I definitely go deep, but I think that there is a multiplier effect of one-to-many and many-to-many that is accelerated by things like large conferences, podcasts, writing for different publications, doing videos, spending time on LinkedIn, so just today, I know that I introduced you to uh, a popular publication that I'm already a columnist on, and hopefully you will be soon. So I think one-to-one is great for when we're in person, but I would work on how to scale that. That doesn't mean outsource it per se, or outsource pieces or delegate pieces, but if you're good at one-to-one, you need to figure out a way to accelerate that, because how many people could you talk to in a day on one-to-one? Five, 10, 20, hundred, you know, if you did a hundred, you'd be like sick in bed the next day because it's too much. It's over communication. So I, I think it's important to develop and sprout that natural innate ability that you've been putting some creative muscle to, but also opening the one-on-one to the many-to-many, very much like what we're doing on the show right now for everybody else. So I think that you can impact that. And that might be something that will take a little practice over time, but I think that will definitely help, which I think leads us to our next point. So I think that we have a lot of head trash and a lot of limited beliefs in the world that hold us back. Anything from our past, um, we just have this accuser in our head. We have the little voice that says that we're not good enough. Who's going to listen to us? We're not interesting. So I think in order to unlock and develop a super set of superpowers, it's important to break through those limitations set by ourselves and sometimes others. And I'm not saying to be a sociopath and not give a crap about what anybody thinks, but what do you have to say about all of that? And keep in mind, we are got about two so and a half more I've minutes.
1: done a lot of work personally in this very specific area. And I don't know if I can name a particular program that I've just attended that really goes very deep and very intense into this. And it's been, for me personally, very liberating to, to shatter a lot of the self-imposed um, limitations. One has been that in my mind, I was never called a writer. But when I write my podcast, I get more positive feedback on the show notes and the blogs that I write than on the actual podcast. But I focus on the podcast because that's, I guess, I'm more comfortable there in my mind. I know I could have conversations. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I just never have been. I never self-identified as someone who writes. Okay, I'll say it. A writer. <laughs> um, I guess that, 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 was the, mm-hmm. that was the challenge right there. Um, so I guess this would be one of the self-limiting beliefs that I still am holding on to something that I'm trying to work past is I don't have to, just because yesterday I didn't do it doesn't mean that today I'm not someone who can do it.
0: Yeah. And I think after a while you get the point that everybody's just a human doing the best we can. We're all giant children bumping (laughs) around (laughs) into furniture. (laughs) So I think once you stop a lot of people in whatever industry and they go to an event, there's all like this idolization hero worship. Like you saw me at the event, a lot of people, like I'm like a bucket list entertainment icon for them. And then they meet me and they don't even know what to say. And it's like, dude, like when to sign autographs, like what's the problem? Just calm down. Everybody isn't better than you. They may be more practiced than you, but they're just people. So don't worry about others and don't worry about your own head trash. I think that... Practice and repetition makes that world go round. And um a lot of people they're just driving down there the road people, with flat tires. So some people puts driving down the
1: road they're and they're stick up you. you know, opening their car door and thinking that I'm Brian, like what happened at the conference.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, that was do should we talk about that real quick? Just real quick. All Let's right. put that on I'm, before the end. I'm in the parking lot. I'm going fun.
1: there and parking my car, and all of a sudden a woman flings open her door, almost hits me, is like, oh Brian, Brian, Brian. I'm like, yeah, you're probably talking about Brian Wallace. I'm not him. Kinda look like him. But uh and then before I could do anything, she just, you know, quickly went away and went to park her car. She probably was a little bit embarrassed. Maybe she'll I went up to so it. They-
0: so, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, two points there uh, one, if you are that woman who um, had something that thought was awkward you 're cool that 's why we 're talking about it here uh, if you 're listening, let us know who it is and hey, you know, when in doubt, just impersonate brian no i 'm kidding when in doubt, you could have had you could have converted that to a, a better point where you could have said i 'm not brian but i 'm brian 's colleague. I know brian he 's here. you could have easily kind of took that to the next level, but that again. I think, over time to really on the spot come up with better conversion opportunities. Conversion opportunities don't mean sales. It means how to take that to the next level, however that manifests, manifests itself, pardon me. So listen, um, wow, we could go on for several hours here, but it looks like we've actually reached the end of our time. So Shmuel, you've been a fabulous guest. Hopefully, we've at least hit a few key points to give you some thought. And where can everybody can find you on the web? can find me on, me on
1: LinkedIn, and they can also find me at my website, shmulseptimus.com.
0: Awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you so much.